0: Welcome, this is Siskelmeth once again. Today we're going to be talking about the three most dangerous words in the English language. I've heard them before. I've learned about them. I've been taught them. I thought I knew them, but guess what? I only knew them intellectually. They had not sunk down into my little heart yet. I have a mentor, Melanie Nelson. They used to tell me that once you know you have learned something, You know it because you're living it. That's how you know. And I'm really good about having an open mind at trainings and listening to what people have to say. And I like looking for different perspectives and seeing what people think and how they process information. But those little words, are you ready for them? The three most dangerous words in the English language? Yeah, are you ready? Good. They are... I know that. Three simple words. I know that. The problem when you utter them is that you immediately shut off all learning and all information that is coming into you. And I thought I didn't have a problem with it. Like I was saying, I go to training. Sometimes I'll attend the same training two or three times. I truly believe that repetition is the second law of learning. And so, I know that I need to listen to stuff more and more. I thought I knew with my heart that those words, I know that, were not a problem for me. However, drum roll please, <laughs> right? The other day I had a radio interview scheduled with Mike Schickman. Mike Schickman used to be the basketball announcer for James. Um, university for, Madi- for oh, now I can't think of it, James Madison University, the boys basketball
1: um,
0: announcer, and now he has a talk show uh, back east in Virginia, and I had contacted him, or he had contacted me, I don't remember how it happened, but we had a radio interview set up for January 30th at 317, or so I thought, that's when I added in my schedule I was getting ready for it. I had planned my whole day around it. My son had a basketball tournament that day. That's why I was so excited to be talking with Mike. We are a basketball family. My son is six foot ten and is being very heavily recruited this year. He's a senior in high school, and so and we've looked at James Madison. I actually uh, spoke to um, a couple of people there about coming and speaking, and so to be able to be on his program, I was just very excited and waiting for the moment. My son's game went from 1 until about 2.30 30. so I knew right after the game I'd have to get ready. When I left my son's game, I looked at my phone and saw that I had missed two phone calls and I had an email and I looked at them, and they were from Mike and he said, you missed your appointment today. I'm very disappointed and I said, what? That's not till three seventeen, well, guess what the appointment time was three seventeen eastern time, not mountain time. It should have been one seventeen mountain time, and I would at first, I couldn't figure it out. I spent about three hours trying to figure out what had happened well did i did I you know do set the wrong time? No, I looked at the appointment in my my phone. I had it at one seventeen. Then the question was, well did I did I not set a reminder? Then I said oh and then it dawned on me, right? The moment of realization, crystallization, whatever you want to call it. The moment the dew drop forms, I realized that I had received the notification earlier. In yeah. fact I was getting ready to leave for Max's game, and I ignored it because I said, Yeah, I know that. I'm waiting for it. I've been hoping for it, I'm excited about it, and I never read the time. I never read the time, and because those three little words, I know that, stopped me from confirming and reading what I had put in there to remind me. So I beg of you to please learn from my mistake, but it did turn out okay. I gotta tell you, I felt very, very lucky. Um, Once I I figured it out, I immediately shot Mike an email. Hold on, I didn't shoot Mike. I sent Mike an email uh, telling him he had every right to be disappointed and upset. And I was profoundly sorry for what had happened. And, um, you know, there was no excuse for it. I'm sorry. And I feel very blessed and very lucky because he sent me an email back and said, don't beat yourself up too hard. How about we try it again? And so today, January 7th at 117, I will be on his radio show in uh, Harrisburg, Virginia. So I'm very excited. The cost of not learning the lesson was very small, right? Have you ever had those experiences? You have a lesson come around and you don't learn from it? Each time you don't learn from it, the price tag goes up. Each time... You know, you stop for a moment and say, oh, i got to learn from this experience. If you don't learn from the experience or you don't take the action needed, then the price tag goes up. It keeps going up and up until you figure out how, you know, what what price do you want to pay? At what point has it become painful enough for you to make sure that it doesn't happen again? Let me give you another example uh, i'm sure I'm sure some of you have had this problem before as well I have I carry my phone my phone in my back pocket and um, it fits nicely there it works great. however, whenever I sit down, I'm a little bit worried about breaking or cracking the screen, so I pull it out of my back pocket and set it you know by wherever I am sitting. the other day I was out and about I don't even remember where I was well my husband and I ran three or four different errands and and I had sat down a couple times and of course taken my phone out of my out of my pocket and set it down. When I got home that evening I realized it was gone. And I was like no my whole life is in there and I don't have it backed up anywhere. And we were trying to respect Restore my calendar from Google Calendars. We were trying to, you know, find contacts. We were trying to rebuild part of my life from my phone. Luckily, again, the price tag was very small. I had left it at Costco. And the next morning, my son, that was one of the places we had gone, and my son called. Actually, I think Costco called him, and it was my husband. My husband was called by Costco saying, hey, we have. wife's phone here and so I felt very blessed in that instance as well so my calendar is now backed up on Google Calendar so if something happens to my phone again I at least know what my schedule looks like and I won't miss any business appointments or or, you know family appointments whatever You, you you get a very full schedule I remember when my husband and this was a while back this was a few years ago now, but my husband got me my first smartphone and the difficulties in adapting to a smartphone <laughs> for me were you know at the time they seemed seemed huge. Now I look back and laugh. Isn't that how it is you You look forward or you, you deal with change, and it's so difficult and you're struggling, and it's oh, I'll never get through this. I hate this. Then you get on the other side of it, and you're like, wow, this is really cool. I feel the same about my phone. It gets my email. I have my schedule. I have all my contacts. And now my my challenge is is stop working. (laughs) Right? You can work forever. You can work, especially in this world of the global economy and the speed at which you can reach others and connect with others. You can work seven days a week, 24 hours a day. And so James Ray taught me about harmony and about how, you know, a lot of people talk about balance, but you're, you'll never be balanced. You're just, you're leading with different parts of your life at different times. And there are different times in the day where I'm, you know, I'm working or I'm spending time with my family or you know, I'm spending time with just my husband and I or myself reading a good book. Or that's what life is all about, right? harmony and what do I need to do now what's my strength now what am I dealing with how can I make this easier how can I make it better so that is what I invite you to look at this week last week how many of you remember your your invitation was to keep track of uh, of what's going on and and some of you got back to me thank you so much for that this week I invite you to to deal with some changes in a positive light how is it going to get better. I'm sure that when the airplane was being built, there were some real problems. I I know there were problems. I've read about them. You know, think about all the things that we have today that if someone hadn't struggled through, if someone hadn't persevered, we wouldn't have. Automobiles, airplanes, um, refrigerators, computers, telephones, smartphones, cell phones. It's amazing. Even, technology is just incredible my husband this morning was talking about you know how computers talk to one another and how they speak in zeros and ones and it was blowing my mind because I don't speak in zeros and ones and I don't understand I don't understand how you can take a zero and a one and put it into a certain configuration and make it mean something or people that write code oh my goodness you guys are amazing code for computers it's so confusing there's so many people that do absolutely incredible things everybody has a purpose everybody has their calling you do i know you do maybe you know what it is i know mine is teaching and reaching people and impacting people that's my gift that's what god has told me to do i'm so glad that i have found other people who have gone before that can help me know how to do it better And so I invite you this week to whatever challenge you're dealing with to find the silver lining inside. The seed of success always comes with the problem. And so if you're dealing with some problems, look for that seed of success. Look how you can not only fix your problem, but other people's problems as well. Because you are not the only one who is having that problem. So I want to take a moment and just congratulate you for what you've been doing and congratulate you for sticking with it. I know that it's tough. I know that it's hard. Everybody's got to stick through difficulties. Last night, my son had a really rough night. Someone tried to break into his truck at school. The other day, he had a broken window. His his door wouldn't open. His cell phone had died. (laughs) <laughs> right? He lost his b- basketball game. It was a real struggle for him. We, you know, he's 17 years old. He's dealing with school and colleges, recruiting and basketball and life and, and everything that is happening. And so I just want to make sure that even though you're dealing with issues, everybody else is as well. And many times that's where you can excel. That's where you can help others. You've gone through the struggles. You know how to help. And so I invite you to find the seed of success in your problem. Please share it with me. Please go to my, my uh, website, jamiesiscometh.com. Get in touch with me. Let me know what you're doing. Let me know how things are going. Take a moment today and give me a five-star rating. On iTunes, we'd love to get a few more ratings on there, and um, I fully appreciate it. After you've given me a rating, let me know so that I can reward you. I have some special bonuses here. I'd love to pass on to you. And not that I'm purchasing your rating by any means. If you feel I deserve it, please do it. If you don't feel I deserve it, then don't do it. Just for a free gift. But I, am integrity is one of the high core values that I have. Is top of my list. And so I'm not asking you to do anything that you wouldn't do. I just know people get busy and I'm just reminding you that we'd love to see those there. It also helps other people learn about this message, helps other people spread the word. Thank you so much for joining me yet again today. Have an absolutely spectacular day. We'll talk to you soon. Bye for now.